This is Kyle McCord, and you're listening to Austin, Felix, and Matt on the W Debate. Welcome to the W Debate. All right, boys, are we ready to debate? Bruni, are you ready to go head-to-head with me? I am. Got to get my popcorn out here. Hold on, Alex. The bull strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. I'm Felix Sharp. I know you didn't think that we would get through this episode without mentioning the name. One, Zach F. Wilson. It is first to goal. Ball spotted just inside the 10. Algier in. Wilson faked it to him and keeps it. Zach Wilson, the speed, and he dives for the end zone. Touchdown. That's Austin Nate. Gibbs, who is probably going to be the best pass catcher out of the three. Now. First down, he's going to get after it again. And look at the speed and the spark and the score from Gibbs. Just what Georgia Tech needed. That's Matt Bruning. G. Scott Jr. Obviously, I waxed poetic about him on the last episode, so I won't do that again here. And this time it's Fields on the carry. Watch out! Justin Fields! Hello, Columbus! 51 yards! Austin, you tweeted something, bro. You tweeted your running back ranking. Explain yourself. Boy, that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. Ohio State fan talking there. Oh, shit. That is why you come to the Debbie debate. Apologies to Kirk Herbstreit. We ran out of time. We'll get him rescheduled soon. And for Matt Bruning and Austin Nace, I'm Felix Sharp. Good night and good luck. We have a Debbie debate exclusive tonight. A really special treat. National Player of the Year, St. Joseph's Prep. Five-star prospect. He's going to the Ohio State University. Kyle McCord is joining us, ladies and gentlemen, and his father, Mr. McCord, is on the line too, supervising, make sure, making sure I don't say anything crazy, <laughs> being from the Great Lakes State. Uh, Kyle, thank you for joining us. I think I want to start yeah. here. When was the first time that you realized that you were better than your than the kids around you than your peers? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I always had the confidence that that I was better than them, um, but it wasn't until around like sixth, seventh grade is is when I really felt like I separated myself and uh, I knew that I had a good future in the sport. Um, but it took a little while, I mean, obviously. Growing up, I always had dreams of playing D1 and, uh, and you know, onto the pros. That was always the goal, but it wasn't really until, like, sixth, seventh grade is, is when I realized I would have an opportunity to do that. Uh, when, uh, on top of what Felix just asked you with knowing that you were or learning that you were better than some of these kids, when did you realize that you were better than your father there, Derek? I mean, obviously <laughs> college quarterback played at Rutgers, but uh, you're going to the Ohio state. Uh, obviously you've had a great, not just high school, but college career as well. When did you kind of realize that you might be better than dear old dad? Uh, I mean, he's taught me everything I, I know about the game. So I owe him a lot of credit there, but, uh, I'd say right around high school when, when we would go up to the field and my arms started getting pretty strong and uh, everything started to come together physically. That's when I felt like I had a beat. Uh, he might not admit it now, uh, but <laughs> I think that uh, I think that I have him. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, uh, I'm so intrigued and interested to talk to you. I mean, you're a quarterback. 
Um, why don't you give me your favorite play call at St. Joseph's Prep and the time when you ran that play to the most success or maybe when you ran it in, at a critical juncture in the game? I love to hear. I like the jargon. I want to hear the play call. Give us the jargon for our audience of what the play call was. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, we had a, a lot of great calls, uh, great coaching staff at at St. Joe's. Um, and uh, I don't know if I, I should say this on air and, uh, and give their secrets away, but it, you know, in the six games that we played this year, um, every single one of them, we would open up the very first play and go some sort of four verts. So it was, it was pretty funny <laughs> running out onto the field, knowing that we're about to air it out on the first play. I know a lot of teams like to be conservative and hand the ball off or throw a screen, something short, just to see what the defense is giving them. But we would run onto the field and, aired out uh the first play of every game so obviously love doing that uh but also from comebacks i felt like we had a really good receiving core in my opinion the best in the country and uh you know something that we repped a lot were comebacks and i think that's one route if it's run correctly and the, the ball's in the right spot it can't be guarded and obviously that receiving core included marvin harrison jr <laughs> what was it like to be able to throw the ball to him in high school and you're going to be able to do the same thing in college. Yeah, I mean, that uh, in itself is just a really special opportunity. I mean, being able to play like a, a player uh, at his caliber in high school is, is really special. And then you know, getting the opportunity to go to a school like Ohio State together, I think, is just remarkable. I don't know how many times that's it's really happened where a quarterback and a wide receiver have gone on to a big-time school together. But, um, you know, it's we joke about it and just how lucky we are to, to play together. Um, but uh, we've done a lot of great things in the past, and I'm looking forward to what we're, we're going to accomplish in the future. That, I mean, if you don't mind expanding on that a little bit, like how exciting is that knowing that obviously you have a chance to play with him for at least another three years? And, and guys, not just put up the stats that you guys did at St. Joe's Prep, but also at The Ohio State University, which is a very prestigious school, knowing, again, that you guys can continue doing that. Yeah, like you said, um, just being at a school like Ohio State is uh, an honor, and getting to play with uh, one of my best friends and you know someone who I've been playing with since high school is even more special. Um, and I think we we know what we're capable of, and we know all the hard work that we've put in to get to this point. And I think you know the best is still yet to come. Like you said, at least three more years together. Um, so I think right now it's just a race who can get to the NFL first. So it's, uh, it'll be a fun. Fun little competition we got going on. I feel like with Ohio's, as big as you two are, there's no way you're both not out after three years. But that's just my opinion. <laughs> Go ahead, Felix. I hope so. Come on, man. I got to ask this. How do you end up at Ohio State? I mean, there are better schools out there. Ohio State, I mean, can you just tell me what happened there? I want you to name one school that's better than Ohio State. Michigan! Right Michigan is a better school! <laughs> How many times have they beat Ohio State in the last eight years? That's a great question. Listen, that is a great question. I don't know. I'm well, if you would have went there, I mean, we might we might have this problem solved. So, <laughs> No, but honestly, uh, when it came to my decision, it was just really the coaching staff and the, and the way they recruited me. And then uh, seeing what Coach Day did with um, you know, not only the quarterbacks at Ohio State, like JT, Dwayne, and Justin, um, but just his track record in the NFL. I feel like wherever he goes, there's, there's quarterback success. So uh, that, that was huge for, for my decision. 
I'm not. So, even, I'm not even gonna. I have no problem. Go ahead, Austin. I don't. I, I can't even argue with that. I, I'm gonna try to get a word in edgewise here between the Ohio State fan <laughs> and the Michigan fan. Um, I, I knew this would be a tough task. Um, how? Just tell us a little bit about you know the recruiting process. Obviously, you know a little different for you than maybe some other guys because you, you were such a highly regarded recruit. But just you know, getting all these offers and talking to different coaches and and kind of how you balanced all of those things when um, making a decision. Yeah, um, for me, I had the luxury of being recruited early on in the process. I got my first offer in eighth grade, and then uh, picked up some big time offers freshman year. Or so. Really going into it, I was just going to be passive and whatever schools wanted to come see me throw and see me work out and offer me, those are the schools I'd be talking to. But I wasn't going to go out and try to contact every single school that um, I had on my radar. I just wanted to see who genuinely wanted me. And, um, you know, that's that's a luxury in recruiting. Not every kid gets to do that, but I felt like that would be the best approach to it. And, um, you know, I had a lot of great relationships. Um, but it was a tough decision. I think at the end, it was, it was tough to, to pull the trigger and end the recruitment. But um, committing to a, a school like Ohio State, you really can't go wrong. Um, and I was I was happy that I got it done early too. So when you find the school, I don't I don't think there's any reason not to, to pull the trigger. Kyle, is there a player in the NFL or even in college that you would say that you model your game after? Uh, I wouldn't say one in particular, but I love watching Aaron Rodgers play. I think that he's the most talented quarterback of all time. Just the, the throws he makes are ridiculous, whether it's beat set or not, and he switches with his arm angle. And, um, you know, I think that's one player who I really admire. Um, but I think there are tons of uh, great quarterbacks in the NFL to watch. I like watching Josh Allen as well. Um, so just guys like that and just picking little bits and pieces off of their game, I think is something I like to do. Well, Felix won't tell this. I always point the wrong way. Felix won't. Felix won't admit this in person, but he did mention uh, he sees a little bit of Aaron Rodgers in your game the other day on in our little text message thread. So appreciate it. I, I don't say that know. publicly. Don't say that publicly. I, you know, I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll cut that out. How about that, Felix? Just for you. But uh, I, I want to continue on the recruiting process because I know I know you committed early. But what was it like going? Obviously, getting to do a little bit of the recruiting stuff beforehand, and then with COVID and how that's changed everything. And then Derek, I want to get you in here a little bit as well. Like, how has that been for you guys as a family, and how? And, and of course it cuts out right as I'm asking him the question. There we go. And and what was it like just seeing Kyle get to go through all this, uh, something that you got to do, obviously, when you were younger, seeing how, how respected and how much and how many schools wanted him to come there? Sure. Well, yeah, I mean, the recruiting process has changed so much over 30 years. It's, it's night and day. And uh, Kyle likes to remind me that I only had three offers coming out of high school. So that was a little different <laughs> from where he was. He had – he had three offers by the time uh, February rolled around of his freshman year. But, no, it, it was, um, you know, obviously just a different landscape. And just with, you know, when when we when I played back then, you didn't go on any trips until after your senior year. So you had coaches contacting you, getting letters for the most part. But really the only contact you had with college coaches is after your senior year. Unless you went to, like, a college camp. I went to the Penn State camp every year over the summer prior to the season. But – um, yeah, like Kyle said, his recruitment um, was pretty simple. As he had mentioned, you know, he got a bunch of offers early and we sort of let the schools come to him. And uh, Ohio State certainly recruited him the hardest and made it known when we went out there that that they wanted him and he was their guy in the class and wanted him to commit early so he could help build the class, which has really turned out nicely as you see how uh, we ended up this year 
um, just bringing in a loaded class in 21. So, Kyle, what would you say the most challenging thing has been um, maybe in your development as a player or as a quarterback, maybe the, um, the obstacle that you've had to overcome uh, on your road and your journey this far? Right. Um, honestly, I just say repetition. Um, I think it, it's one thing to make a good throw one time, but then to do it over and over and over again, I think that's what uh, really separates the good from the great and just continuously being addicted to getting better. I think it is one thing that um, I sort of developed throughout uh, the training process. And, um, you know, my, my dad will tell you, like, we go out there and when we throw, I'm, I'm really aiming for perfection every single rep and um you know that's something that i don't think anyone's born with you just develop over time and uh i'd say that's just probably the hardest part and uh, you know i'm tough on myself and you know i expect myself to make every single throw and you know put the ball exactly where i want it um so i just say like the constant repetition uh would be the toughest part this uh might be a little bit of a hard question for you to answer but as someone specifically me, like Felix has gotten a chance to this. I have it. Step on a college football field and, and that feeling first time. You know, obviously you guys have an away game at Minnesota for your first game, second game at Oregon. But what is kind of the thought process going through your head knowing that, you know, that second game you're going to get to walk onto the field at the shoe, hopefully at least 30, 40, 50% crowds, if not 100% by then. And just kind of the thought process of actually being able to step on the field and completing like the next step in the process of you making a hopefully a career to the NFL. Yeah, I think that's just a dream come true. Uh, I think every single kid, when he turns on ESPN on a Saturday night ball, seeing those crowds filled with 100,000 people is, is definitely um, a dream. And I think it's going to be surreal stepping on that field and you know, hearing the crowd and just wearing the, the scarlet and gray. But I'm excited for it. It's something that I'm mentally preparing for. And uh, you know, I, I hope that uh, it's a full crowd for sure it'd be pretty sweet but i mean even if not it's still going to be the uh, the same principle austin you you got a question for kyle i mean i i think that we've uh i think i have one fi- i have one last question it's like the I- hardest <clears throat> journalism question there is so i know what it is and i was going to ask it but i'll let you do it since this no is, no uh, no question you, you go ahead it's the question <laughs> that we have to ask every guest on the debbie debate and that of course is Zach, Zach Wilson or Justin Fields? Hmm. <laughs> uh, I mean, they're both great quarterbacks. I think they, they play a different style of football. I think Zach is, is more of a, a gunslinger, while I think Justin is great in the pocket. I think he has an extremely strong arm, and he's a freak athlete. Um, so, you know, I, I can't put one over the other. I think that, you know, they're both going to be great quarterbacks. And uh, I think just the system is really the biggest thing that it comes down to. Um, I think that if each guy goes to the right system and the right coach, I think they will be uh, future all pros for sure. But, I mean, if I had to pick one, I, I'd go Justin Fields. I mean, and it might be biased, but I definitely no, think that. No, that's the correct answer. I definitely think that he has a super bright future. Well, Kyle, I think I speak speak for all of us, including myself. No matter what my allegiances are, um, you've got fans here. We really appreciate you joining us. We hope for your health through the season and that you meet whatever goals you have um, 
for uh, your collegiate career and whatever's next, sir. We really, we really appreciate you joining us. Appreciate you guys having me. Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking forward to you being the starter there week one. I know you, you may not be able to say it, but I, I, be, I truly believe it. I mean, I appreciate that. Intercepted by Eli Apple at the 25, and Apple will go to the ground at the 32, and that's it. Ohio State national champions for the eighth time as they defeat Oregon 42 to 20. Here's Tua stepping back, loads up, looks long, throws, end zone, touchdown, touchdown Alabama, Devontae Smith, touchdown Alabama. And the Crimson Tide has once again ascended to the top of the college football mountain. Their fifth national championship in nine years. Their 17th overall. And for Watson takes a snap, rolls right, looks in the end zone. Hunter and Bell caught it! Touchdown! 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 With a second left, Watson hits Renfro. And Clemson grabs a 34-31 lead and is one second away from the second national championship in school history. Hill, just in front of his end zone, has a man out there. It is Ranger, and he's off to the races. Nobody will catch him. Freshman. Made the adjustments in the second quarter. Dobbins again, more than 10 yards per carry. He'll add to that. Goodbye. Touchdown, Ohio State. From 52 yards.